Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. I want to reflect on what the Lord was saying to us last Sunday. If you remember, if you were here last week, amen, or you joined us online last week, the, the Lord spoke to us, amen, and, and he spoke saying that, that of, of drawing closer to him and getting back to our first love. How many remember that? You know, the Lord was drawing us. He was pulling us on our hearts. He says, man, this is, this is important. How many know that's important right now? Especially in the season that we're living in and everything else that's going on in the world. God is saying, don't drift away. Come to me. And so he's asking us to draw closer to him. Because when we draw closer to him, then we can hear him better. Uh, when we draw closer to him, then we can see things better. When we draw closer to him, there's a comfort and a peace within us. Don't it feel good when, when uh, you know, if you, if, if, if you uh, it, when times when you were scared as a little girl or a little boy, when you got into the comfort of, your, of the father, it seemed like everything was going to be okay. Amen. And you know what? Daddy's here. All, all's good. Amen. And, and so when you do that, amen, when we draw to him, we can feel that comfort. You know what? Despite of what's hitting our lives, you know, God is here. And I feel his warmth, I feel his love, I feel his strength. And so, you know what? It's okay. When daddy's in the room, everything's going to be okay. And I believe that's what he's calling us. And so I want to reflect on what was spoken last week, amen, and and uh, and drawing back to that first love, amen. How many know that love is the key to everything that we stand for? It started with love, and it will end with love. Can somebody say Amen. I want you to turn to the book of John chapter 3, 16 and 17, a scripture that we're all really familiar with, amen, and it says this, for God so loved the world that he gave, somebody say he gave, he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. How I many know that's some good news right there? But it started with love. Love starts this whole thing in motion. And it goes on to say, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to change the world through him and that we might be saved. Amen. You know, yesterday I want to thank for those that came out to do the outreach. Amen. Out there. We're passing out love. We're sharing love, amen. There was a few people that we crossed paths with where, where we just seen them, amen. We just want to invite you to our church, amen. Uh, we're here to let you know that Jesus loves you. By the way, do you have anything to pray for? And one girl just broke down, amen. Nikki, amen. He says, man, I, I need prayer. I, I just need some, I need some prayer. And so we prayed for her. The world is hurting today. And, and they're looking for love. Amen. And so we were here to offer the love of God to them. And so this is what God did. He sent his son. He, he loved the world so much. He loved you so much that he sent his love to the world for us. Amen. In Romans chapter 5, verse 8, it says, But God showed us great love by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Come on, somebody. Romans chapter 5, verse 5 says this, And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Somebody say love. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. So I want to start on a new series, amen, for the next few weeks or so, amen, simply entitled Love. Love. Come on, somebody say love. Come on, tell somebody I love you. Now really mean it. <laughs> I love you. 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 I love, I love everyone here, amen, because God is love, amen. And so I, I, want, to, I want to talk on the area of love, amen, a, a subject that the world is looking for, a subject, amen, that we need in our lives, a subject that was given to us, amen. God sent his love for us, for God so loved the world, amen. So let's talk about the need to love first. Love first. Tell your neighbor, love first. Come on, love first, amen. God sent his love first to us to love us so that we can love first and we can love each other better. Come on, somebody. First John chapter 4, verse 19 says this, we love each other because he loved us first. That is the only way that you and I can love each other because God loved us first. Come on, there's no way that some of us can love another person maybe in this room because it was hard for us. We didn't have that kind of love, but because we felt the love of God, now we can love others. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. And loving for loving you and I as children, the God, amen, God kindles a flame within our hearts, amen. In turn, we can love each other better because His he first loved us. He first sent his love for us, amen. It goes on to say in 1 John chapter 4, Verse 20 to 21, it says this. If someone says, I love God. Somebody say, I love God. So if someone says, I love God, but hates a fellow believer, but that person is a liar. For if we don't love the people that we can see, how can we love, how can we uh, love God whom we cannot see? For he has given us this command, those who love God, and you guys all said, I love God, right? If those who said, who, who, who say, I love God, amen. It says right here, those who love God must also love the fellow believer. We have to love everyone. Can somebody say amen? amen. See, it's easy to say we love God when it doesn't, when, when that love doesn't cost you anything more than attending a Sunday service. Come on, but the real test of our love for God is how we treat People that are right in front of you. Come on. Our family, our friends. Come on. Some of our family, man, man, we, 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 we don't love them. Come on. Let's just get real. Right? Can we get real here? Come on. There's some family. There's some people in this room today that you have not even talked to your family. You have not talked to a brother or a sister or an aunt or uncle because of a lack of love of hurt or whatever that is in love has to conquer that you have to love first come on we cannot truly love god while neglecting to love those who are created in his image come on somebody come on that's why god wants us to draw to him god is calling the church he's calling the sons and he's calling his daughter i want you to come and get a perspective on my side. I want you to draw near me that you can feel my heartbeat once again. I, I want you to draw near me that you can feel the warmth of my love. I want to, you to draw near me that you can start to hear my voice as I speak. I, I want you to draw near me, amen, as you can start to see what I see. 
to get back to our first love, Jesus Christ, amen. Uh, come on, uh, to, in order for us to love first, come on, not hate first, not criticize first, but love first. Come on, we're quick in criticism. Come on, somebody. We're quick to, we're quick to hate on somebody or hate something instead of loving first. We cannot love first, amen, uh, by just saying, you know what, we love God. We, if we love God, then we need to love each other. Can somebody say amen in this place? Come on, somebody. we got to understand that when we can love first, when you and I can put love first in our lives, then we can love each other better. If we can love first, church, then we can build, then we can uh, uh, serve, and then we can send better, church. Come on. Uh, come on. When we love first, we can do better things in the kingdom of God. But we have to love first because God loved us first. While you were still a sinner, God loved you. When you were still in your mess, God loved you. Come on. When you didn't love him, he still loved you. Come on, somebody. This is the love of God, amen. He loved us first. He didn't just love us because we started loving him. He didn't love us because we we're getting our act together. He loved us while we were still sinners. You see, when we forget to love first, and like I said, the key, love is the key to everything that we do in the kingdom. God's love is the motivation of the things that we do for the kingdom. Amen. Let me tell you, Sister Bloom just doesn't come on a Saturday morning prayer. I'll come here because she's, she's obligated to. Or if I don't, if she don't do it, then pastor's not going to like her. <laughs> right? You know, Sister Miranda doesn't come on a Saturday morning prayer or Saturday morning with a teenager, amen, just because I said, you know, I, I said I was going to do this, so I got to do it. Right? No, no, it, it is the love, amen, that drives them here. It's the love for God and doing things for the kingdom of God and the love for people, amen. Even though if it's one person, two people, whatever it is, it's love that motivates us, amen, to come and say, you know what, I'm here for you. Why? Because the love of God uh, that was shown to me, I want to show unto you, amen. Uh, the things that we do, church, has to be a motivation because God loved us first. Love draws you here, right? It's the love of God. Come on. It's, 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 it's not a 401k that they have here. <laughs> we got a 401k in heaven. Hallelujah. Come on. We, we do these. We're, we're, we're store everything that we do. We store up for kingdom. We store it up for the kingdom. Amen. If you're not storing things up, then, then you got nothing. Come on, we, 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 the things we do, everything is a deposit into the kingdom of God, church. Come on, listen. Uh, but when we forget to love God or love first, amen, look what happens or what we can become. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 through 3 says this, If I can speak all the languages of, of earth and, and of angels, but did not love others, I will only be a noisy clong or a clanging symbol. If I had the gift of prophecy and understood all of God's secret plans and possess all the knowledge and I had such faith that I can move mountains but didn't love others, I would gain nothing. 
If I gave everything to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I can boast about it. But if I did not love others, I would gain nothing. We cannot go to a point in our walk with God, amen, when we say we love God and we do things for God, yet we don't love others. Remember what I said in 1 John chapter 4, verse 20, amen. If you say, I love God, if you can say, look at me, I teach a class, I preach the word, amen. I'm part of the worship team. I'm an usher, an usher ed, amen. I'm part of the media team, amen, but not love others, amen. The Bible says that you are a liar and your pants are about to get on fire, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Come on, we, we, we cannot be doing the things that we do and doing part of what we do, amen, and say we love God, yet we have a beef with our brothers. We have a beef with our sisters, amen. We don't like our bosses, amen. We don't like our neighbor, amen. We don't like the world, amen. I don't like you, amen. We don't even like other churches. Come on. Let me tell you, I love the Mormons. I love the Buddhists. I love all those that are out there, amen. They may not believe what I believe, but I got to show them the love of Christ, amen. Come on, we are to love the world because he came for the whole world. His love is for every single person. And we can win them over through the love of Christ. We got to love. Tell your neighbor, you gotta love. Gandhi. We all know Gandhi. Gandhi has so much, there's so much words of wisdom that come from Gandhi. And he says this thing, it was a quote that he said, you know what? I would believe your belief, but I don't see you guys love each other. You can win me over, but you don't follow through what you say. So we got to live this love. Can somebody say amen? amen? But when we love first, when we put God's love first, when we put on the agape love of God first, look what starts to happen within us and what God's love teaches us. If you go on in 1 Corinthians 13, now verses 4 to 7. The first part, amen, is, you know what? I do all this stuff but not love others. I'm nothing. I gain nothing. But when we start to love and put God's love first and love first and put the agape love in our lives, something starts to transpire inside of us. It starts to change us. And it says this, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. Somebody say rude. It does not demand its own way and it's not irritable. It keeps no records of being wrong. It does not rejoice in injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Look at the message Bible says in those same verses. So no matter what I say, What I believe and what I do, I am bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. Love does not want or uh, does not want 
want what it doesn't have. Love does not show off. It does not get big-headed. It doesn't force itself on others. It isn't always me first. Come on, it doesn't fly off the handle. It doesn't keep score of sins of others. Takes pleasure in the flowering of truth. Puts up with anything. Hello. Trust God always. Looks, looks for the best. Never looks back, but keeps on going to the end. Listen, when you start to put the love of God like that first, amen, then we can start to love each other better, church. We become more patient, amen. We start to put others first. We start to trust God better. Can somebody say hello? Come on, when we love first, amen, we are not rude. We don't irritate people. Don't look at them right now, amen. Come on, we become more hopeful. We don't lose faith. We endure every circumstance that we face, amen, when we love first, church. Come on, if we really truly have the love of God and we say we love God, I love God. Anybody love God? Raise your hand. Come on, say I love God. Somebody say I love God. Come on, I love God, amen. If we say we love God, amen, yet we have beef with someone and we don't love someone, amen, then, then God calls us a liar. But when we start to love, like it says right here in 1 Corinthians, these things start to happen within our lives, amen. Come on, no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through, no matter the, the bad report that you get from the doctor, amen, or getting fired on your job, amen, the love here keeps you going, amen. The love qualities of God get strong inside you because the agape love of God is in you amen and so you continue to love you continue to have hope you say I'm not giving up amen no matter what's hitting my life because love sustains me his love sustains me see when we're losing that then we must check ourselves do we really love God because these qualities come into our lives when we love God. We can love. We can put up with each other. Come on. We can love and say, you know what? I'm not calling divorce. I'm not giving up on my marriage. I'm not giving up on my son or daughter that's backslidden. Amen. I'm not giving up because of this or that or whatever hits our life. Because love keeps me going. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on. These qualities when you're going through a season should strengthen you. You should be more hopeful through a storm. You should trust God more when you're going through a circumstance. Not quit and give up and say, I'm, I'm out of here. See, it's easy when everything is flowing. Everything can come in. You can walk in and say, hallelujah, praise the Lord. How's it going, pastor? Woo! And you can hug me and really hug me. You know what I mean? Hallelujah. And then when you get into a storm and all of a sudden you forget to love. We forget to, to be uh, uh, just hopeful. We, we forget to not give up, amen, you know, or, or keep going, amen. We, we, we forget these things. And if God is really loving your life, His love is going to get you through those things. Those things should be strengthened uh, in the midst of trial and storm, and we don't become rude, amen. We don't become jealous. We don't start hating. Our society confuses, listen, 
love and lust. God's kind of love is directed outward towards others, while lust is directed inward towards self. In other words, it's all about me, myself, and I attitude. Come on. That's all you think about is you. And when you think about is you, you're not caring about anybody else or others. Can somebody say amen? amen? Come on. God's kind of love goes against our natural way of loving. Listen, when we love in the natural way, listen, we're expecting something in return. It's the truth. If I, I can love you and I can show my love for you, I, I want something back. That's, that's, that's the natural way of loving is we love you because you, I'm, I'm expecting something. It's impossible to have the love in 1 Corinthians 13 unless God helps us to set aside our own natural desires so that we can love without expecting anything in return. Amen? Amen. You know, I'm going to come despite of what's in front of me. If the doors are open, I'm going to preach the word. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to love whoever walks through those doors. Things that we do, we do it out of love. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on. So we got to understand, God, help me to put my natural desires aside. Let me put these things aside, amen, that I'm not expecting anything in return in what the things I do, amen. We don't serve because I'm expecting something back. I, I don't do because I'm expecting something back. I do simply because I love. And the more we become like Christ, the more love we will show to others. Paul makes a statement that love is not irritable. And I want to hit on that just a bit, amen, because I think it will help some of us that are here today. If not you, maybe it's going to help me. Amen. Come on. Sometimes, listen, we get irritated or angered by others, and we don't even know why. Come on. It's like saying, man, that dude gets on my nerves. Why? I don't know. He just gets on my nerves. Me cae gordo ese. You know, we, we, we don't even know sometimes that people just get it. You, sometimes you meet a person and you're, oh, that, that person's already on my nerves. And you don't even know that person. <laughs> Come on, we, we, we're on, we're on the sales floor, amen. And every time a new person comes on the sales floor, nobody likes that person. I mean, they have an attitude, oh, I don't like him, I don't like her. I mean, it's just, it, it gets ugly. Cause now you got another person trying to take some of your money. That's what it is. Amen. And so there's things going on. And sometimes people get on your nerves and you don't even know why. Come on. They irritate you. You don't know why. Now, I'm here to let you know first, not all irritations are sinful or, or selfish motives. Although irritable treatments of others is wrong. But much of the irritation comes from a love of perfection. I want you to listen to this. Come on. Most, most irritations come from things that are not going the way you want them to go. And when they don't, you get snappy. Come on. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, I'm going to wrap myself out right here. I know I irritate my wife at times. 
It's the truth, amen? I'm a perfectionist. I'm working on that. I, I just like things certain, a certain way, and when they don't go my way, I get a little snappy. Come on. And, and, and now, 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 that doesn't mean that my wife is in sin or, or, or she doesn't love me, amen, but I can drive her nuts sometimes. Amen. There was a time, and I'm going to share, amen, the carpet, amen. There's a time, amen, that she would clean the house and do all this stuff, and I'd be at work, amen, and I'd come back, and right away, right when I walk in, I get the, the vacuum out, and I start vacuuming again. And she would get irritated. What are you doing? I, I vacuum. I clean. I said, well, the lines are straight. <laughs> Try living with me, amen, hallelujah. And she'll get irritated at that. And there's things that she does, too, that irritate me. Because sometimes I like the toilet paper going this way, and she'll put it this way. Or she won't even put it at all. That irritates me. Sometimes I walk in, and it's just sitting on the thing. I said, just put it in a little thing, amen. It, oh, that drives me nuts sometimes. No, no, no. I don't want to know why. <laughs> I know. That's right. I said, you know, I go to the restroom and it's not even on. Or it's the other way. I don't. I like it front. She puts it back sometimes. When she puts it, I like. I have to turn it around. There are things. Listen, that we irritate each other. Come on, somebody. But that doesn't mean I don't love her. So not all irritations is sin or 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 the 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 the, the love that that is talking about in in, in the first. Corinthians chapter 13, don't be irritable. Don't irritate people. Come on, we're going to irritate each other. Can somebody say amen? There's nothing wrong with that, amen. You have a desire to run things perfectly, can be erupted by anger at people when, who get in the way or ruin that desire. You're looking for things and things that you want to do and they, and they don't quite do it the way you want it. It can drive you nuts. A hard lesson I learned that is this. Those who are easily irritated need to remember that perfection only exists in God. And I'm preaching to myself today. Listen, when we need to love God first in order to love each other better. And I know that we're not perfect and neither are others. Amen. Perfection only lies in, in God. So make room. The Bible says make allowances, right, for each other's faults. And, and, and learn to go that, you know, everything's not going to be perfect. I've known that as a pastor now, that everything's not going to flow perfect. I want things to be perfect. Everybody wants things for, to be perfect. Amen. But I know that things are not going to be perfect because we deal with people. And people are imperfect, including myself. The only perfection is in Christ. And when we're in Jesus, we can be perfect. We may not be perfect in all the things that we do, but we are perfect in Christ. That's the only perfection that lies. When, we, when you made a choice and gave your life to Jesus Christ, you made the perfect choice. Because the perfect love was sent to this world to save us. And that love came into our lives broken as sinners 
We were sinners, amen, when that love came to us. He loved us despite of us, amen. And when that love came inside of us, now we're able to love others better. We're seeing through God's eyes. We're seeing through, through what he sees, amen. And we love humanity because it's created in his image. Man is created in his image. How can we hate that image? How can we say we love God and we hate the image? Come on, this love... God's love, the agape love church, is meant to last forever. The definition of agape in the, in the Greek is this, amen. In Christianity, agape is the highest form of love, charity, the love of God for man and of man for God. Come on, this is in contrast of philiae. The brotherly love, amen, self-love, it embraces a profound sacrificial love that transcends and persists regardless of circumstances. This love I'm talking about is unconditional. Come on, 1 Corinthians 13, 13, at the end of that chapter, it says three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is Love. Come on. The greatest of these is, say it out loud. Love. Love Love is the greatest of these. Amen. Come on. It's faith, hope, love. I mean, we just finished a series of hope. But you know what? Love is greater. We need to love first. Come on. Paul wrote here wrote that love endures forever. And he's writing to a morally corrupt Corinth church. I mean, this church is jacked up. This church is doing things that a church shouldn't be doing. Amen. And he's coming them, and he's coming to them and reminding them of the way that we need to love. Amen. Love had become a mixed up term, amen, with little meaning to the church here. Amen. And today people are still confused about love. Love is the greatest of all human qualities, church. It is the the quality, the character, and the hallmark of God himself. It is who God is because God is love. Amen. 1 John 4, 8 says, But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Church, we, we, we as a church and we as individuals need to love better. Come on, how, how many can love better in this place? Come on, raise your hand and say, man, I, I can do a better job in loving others. Come on, come on. Sometimes we, we're, so, we're so glued or, or connected to those that are like us or, or things that, that people that love us, we love them back. But how about loving the one that, you, that doesn't love you back? Amen. This is where the, the God's display of love is in our lives. And when we start to love no matter what, you know, we, we, we're, we're being irritated with people. We're being rude to people and things like that because God's love's not flowing inside of us. And this is what we got to say, man, if we say we love God and we're, and we're saying that we don't like them or her or, or that family and this family, whatever it is, then really is the love of God inside of us. Because God says, no, you're a liar. And so we have to love better, church. He's coming for a church of love. He's coming with a church without spot or blemish. You can remember that. Come on. 
He's coming for a church that displayed who he is, the character and the hallmark of his of God himself in our lives. And we need to love better. And if we can love first, if we can, our reactions is to love first, no matter how it comes, where, no matter how it hits you, love first. Then these qualities that, that I speak of, of patience and, 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 and not being envy and all this other stuff will start to build inside of us because love is not tested when everything is flowing, church. It's tested when everything is not flowing. Come on. The question is, how do you love others? Come on, do you just love them because they like you or, or you get along or do you love all people? Come on. We have to love first. Can somebody say amen? amen? Come on. Love involves unselfish service to others. Faith is the foundation, the content of God's message. Hope is the attitude and the focus. And love is the action. There has to be action in our love. Because words are cheap. Come on. You can say, I love you. doesn't mean nothing unless there's action behind it. Amen. Come on, then, then show me. You know, I, I, back in the day when we first opened, people would come, all right, Pastor, I want to do this and do that. And I said, just show me your actions. You can talk all you want. There's many people that have talked and left. Got your back, Pastor. We're going, we're doing this, Pastor, and they're gone. You know, I want to see action. No, don't, don't, don't tell me. Just show me. Come on, don't, don't, don't tell me you're going to do this. Just show me. Just do it. It has to be action. Don't just tell your, your spouse, amen, I love you, I love you, I love you, and there's never an action. Man, you never even bring a snicker bar home. <laughs> Come on, you bring flowers. See, when you have love, you're, 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 you can be in the market, and you can be shopping, and all of a sudden you see the flowers, you see this, you see something that your spouse likes, amen, and love just automatically attracts you to that. You know, you just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy my, my, my wife some flowers today. You know, not because they're on special. <laughs> it's a good motive and good savings, but you know what? It has to be out of your heart. Amen. Right? Come on. Your husband likes a certain, certain food, amen, and, and it's there. You know what? I'm going to make that for him today. Why? Because I love him. Kids or whatever it is. It's those small things, and, and you're always flowing in love. There's nothing inside you. None of the stuff in the world is crowding your life, amen. You're not allowing hate to come in. You're not allowing a, a rudeness spirit to wake up inside of you. You're not allowing the irritations of life and people to bother you. You are just simply loving God because God is love. And God lives inside of me, and the Holy Spirit's here, amen, and he's, and he's showing me to love. And I, I'm not saying, no, everything's going to feel all good, amen. You know, things come against you, but you've got to stand in love. You've got to learn to love first. Not jump into conclusions, not let hate come on. Love first. Let me tell you, you start loving people first. You start loving things first, things will change. Because once you start to talk, you start to do the opposite, then it starts, all this other stuff starts to come up. You know, we can do all this other stuff, but all this starts to brew inside of us, and now we're, we're separated from God's love. You know, how can we say you're, you know, that's why sometimes maybe, you know, your coworker, and you call yourself a Christian, because they see something that a Christian shouldn't be doing. 
You're not loving. You're not sharing the love of God. You're not loving first. We must love first. Can somebody say amen? amen. When faith and hope line up in our lives, amen, then you are free to love completely because you understand how God loves, amen. He loved first, amen, so that we can love him first and we can love others first. This is the love of God. This is how we need to do. This is how we need to walk. This is what we need to be. We need to walk in the love of God. The agape love of God. Come on. This, this, this Hate is, brings so much other stuff with it. When you start to hate, you start all this other stuff just starts to rise up inside of you. And the rudeness and the jealousy and all this stuff comes in. Amen. Yet we, we come in here and we say we love God. But yet we have a, a, a beef with our brothers. Now I'm not saying there's not going to be disagreements. But that it, it should not stop us from loving others. Loving people. I mean, God, this is what God wants to do. He's love, so let's be love. I mean, how will the world see a God that they cannot see unless we can act in the love and do the actions of love in our bodies to show the world who God is? Through our actions and through, our, through the, the, the things that flow out of love that we will do, putting others first and doing the things that we need to do in love, church. That's how we're going to win the world. It's through the love of God displayed in our lives. If we're, if we're just rude and, and irritating people and, and jealous and talking smack and, and, and criticizing and all this stuff, and we call ourselves Christians, then we're representing a wrong God of love. We're representing a God of judgment, a God that only likes people that do this. But he says, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for them. Don't forget where you came from, church. It was love that brought you out. Now the love's inside of us. Now we are to help others out by that same love. This love, church. It's easier. I love you. <laughs> it's easy. It's cool. To hate is like, oh, it's just, there's separation. You know, but if we can love, we can win. If we can love, we can win. And God starts to build inside of you. Your marriages get stronger. Your love for your children gets stronger. Your love for your coworkers that are lost gets stronger. Your love for this dying world gets stronger because God's love is inside of you. It's an overwhelming love. And that he loved a wretched man like me. Man, God, you are too much. You look at your life and where you came. He loved you despite of you. And so that love has to get carried over to others. You got to love first, church. And then we can love each other better. Can somebody say amen? Amen. <clears throat> Man, I'm going to close today, man. This love first. Because the one we serve is all about love. Love brings us and brings breakthroughs and releases your harvest, church. Let me tell you, a lot of the 
blessings and a lot of the, the struggles that we go through is because we're not loving. When we start to love, breakthroughs start happening. Come on, if you can just start to love that person that's irritating you, maybe your harvest gets released. There's a lot of stuff that stop or on hold because we're not simply loving people. Come on, somebody. Love is not just a feeling, but a choice of action. We do the things that we do for God, for each other, and for the kingdom in loving first. And when we love first, we can love the things that we do better. You know? That's why the sign-ups and the things for our conference, you've got to do it because you love this church and you love God. God, I, I, I want to I serve people. I want to put others in front of me. I, I don't want to just sit here and receive. I want to I I be a blessing. And I want to serve because you, you love me and I want to love others. I want to love those that come in. I want to love the visitors that we have. Amen. I want to I display God's love in our church. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Let's all stand up.